Welcome to Catching Up with the Commands podcast. My name is Dan C., joined by my beautiful wife, Sam C. Hi, guys. This is a podcast where we give our fresh perspective on all topics of life. We hope you enjoy the show. Did you know that over 300 million people in the world have a rare disease? That number truly shocked me. February 29th is Rare Disease Day, and one of our gracious listeners wanted to sponsor this episode to bring awareness to this special day. Please visit their website, rarediseaseday.org, to learn more, share your own story, or donate to the cause. You can also find their website and social media in our Instagram profile at Catching Up With The Commands. Rare disease impacts so many families, so the more we talk about it, the more help can be given. Absolutely. We have some close, several close, like, friends, subscribers, listeners that have either themselves yep. and or their children yes. with these rare diseases. And so it's it's really, like, been, for me, like, eye-opening yeah. to follow these families yeah. and learn about it. And, and then to learn that there are 300 million people in the world, like, wild. including children. Wild. Yeah, it truly is. Yeah, so, yeah, check it out, please, guys. This means a lot to us and so many people listening and, and so happy that we're able to bring a little bit of light to this. Absolutely. So, welcome to episode 26 of Catching Up With The Commands. Woo! This week, I thought we'd go over something that gets talked about a lot yeah. in regards to you. Right, right. And that is... Toxic positivity. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start off first. What what would be like your definition of toxic positivity? Yeah. So let's we'll go in a little bit more like technical, okay. and then we'll kind of spin okay. it to how it applies to us, yeah. I guess. So what we would say as kind of a common definition of this toxic positivity would be suppressing negative emotions and thinking that being positive is the only way to live. Yeah. And so that kind of gives you a fakeness to it mm -hmm. and, and a forcefulness to it. And it is telling it either to yourself or to other people. Yeah. And like that they shouldn't be sad right. or not to be negative or think happy thoughts. Right, right, right. Exactly. No matter the situation, yeah. no matter the circumstance, think happy thoughts. Yep. And essentially it often gets lumped in with like shaming other mm -hmm. people for not being positive and like brushing off problems instead of facing them. And, yeah. and, and I think that's the biggest thing that kind of gets used against me. People are like, you can't live that way. You know, life's not all rainbows and butterflies. You, you got to be able to you got to be able to handle these situations. And they assume that it's just ignoring bad things in yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of what that association is. So, to set the record straight, this is not you. No, it's <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. And I don't think we have any better examples than, I mean, we've been going through some challenging months mm -hmm. lately, you know, mental mm -hmm. health, physical health, and I've never once had any kind of toxic positivity towards you. Yeah. I've never, when you've had your emotions and feelings and all these things, I've never been like any of this, yeah, you know, like, it just doesn't happen. Just be grateful you're alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks, it, Karen. <laughs> and, and they, they do, they, they like to say that that's their buzz term because yeah. I think it's because I talk about positivity. It's because you're just like genuinely an optimistic person yeah. and they're getting that confused with being like tox, tox, toxically. That's yeah. not a word. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it one. <laughs> being toxic positivity what how do you say that like positively toxic <laughs> no that's not right either that's a you different guys meaning. know what we're trying to say yeah you got it you You're got it positively toxic <laughs> thank you yeah they they think i'm that but it's just that's not how i am no 
that, and I think that those people truly don't even know the definition of right. toxic positivity. Right. They just think that someone is being overly positive right. and that is what toxic positivity yeah. is, but that's not it at all. And Correct. they're just being morons and Correct. have no clue. Well, and it's, yeah, we'll get into like the insecurities and all that stuff, but it is, I mean, my slogan is stay bearded, stay yeah, positive. Right. And so they think like, oh, he's just this and that. And it, it's just, it's lazy. It's an easy thing to go after. Yeah. And it just has no basis. You know, it's like, get to know me. Right. And actually see it. And I think there is like a, fine line between toxic positivity and genuine optimism oh trust me trust me <laughs> i i have to walk that line because i know other people's brains don't work like mine yeah and so i have to be aware mine doesn't of that. work like yours. no like yours, at all yeah yours <laughs> we're is opposite opposite <laughs> we're, we're meeting more towards the middle but it definitely is opposite, and I can't put myself on other people. Now, I can try in situations to to see a different way, you know, offer yeah. perspective. But in regards to talking to other people, optimism, right? Mm -hmm. We're not talking yeah. toxic positivity right. here. Optimism is validating other people's emotions, whether they're sad, happy, depressed, pissed off. It's it's not diminishing that. Right. It's like you say I'll all the time to me, like through this like journey journey that I'm going through. You're like, I know it sucks, but you're so strong and you're going to overcome it. Yeah. Like that's not being toxic. No, that's being optimistic. No, <laughs> I'm acknowledging everything. Right. I, yeah. I never once have diminished how you've thought or felt. Yeah, I've never once been like, this isn't real. You're a baby. Get <laughs> over it. And like people. And then if you're criticizing that, where's on the other side, which I'm not this, where's the line of tough love? You know, those yeah. same people criticizing toxic positivity would also be the ones that'd be like, hey, back in my day, my parents would just this, that. They and just bait me with a stick. Exactly. <laughs> and But that's okay. You know, <laughs> right. but I'm bad because yeah. I'm trying to help people online. And so, I mean, I, I, Dang near daily basis, I <laughs> acknowledge your feelings, your And I'm your a things. very dramatic and For like, sure. I don't know. Like you, there's just, there. I'm emotional yes. and dramatic. You have, I am your person. So yeah. you vent and share everything all yeah. the time to me. And I'm not that. I don't often share what's I'm going on. <laughs> no, so you are rude. my person. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't have that same kind of approach. So you're, you're all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's constant, whether it's food, whether it's like it's, emotional word vomit. Yeah, it, it is. It just comes out. It is. And again, I don't, I don't ever just dis dismiss that. I don't ever put you down. Yeah. I don't, I don't say like that, nah, 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 that's not happening. <laughs> Let's look over here. You know, like that would be, if I was constantly yeah. telling you you're wrong and mm -hmm. that this isn't real, yeah, toxic positivity. That's not good. That's no. not healthy. But that just doesn't happen. And, and I don't do that online with people. I don't do that with my friends. I didn't do that when I was teaching and coaching. Right. So it's just, yeah, it's just a slogan, a, a slander it's term. It's like some, this like new age term for yeah. things. Yeah. But I also think, so you can talk like optimistic or toxic to other people, but I think in talking to yourself, mm -hmm. it's a different story too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, you have to let yourself have these emotions. Yeah. You can be like, I can cry, but I'm going to get through this, and I'm going to be stronger. For sure. Not For sure. like, 
don't fucking cry. Don't. That's, that's me, like, yeah. a lot, though. Yeah. No, and even there, there's fine lines because there's, yeah. val- there's value in time and place, right? You can understand, hey, maybe right now is not the time, not the yeah. place to cry, and, and understand that, but also understand yourself, right? I have never said to myself, I can cry, but I'm going to get through this. You know, that's just not <laughs> how I You're just operate. not a crier. No, I just don't have those emotions and feelings. I'm not suppressing them. I'm not hiding them. I just don't have those yeah but for me I the way I deal with you the way I deal with everybody Mm -hmm. else is like a less a less positive way than myself even (laughs) or optimistic way than myself it would be better I guess would be optimistic because when I come into any situation it's not a thought like I don't it's not an effort I don't try to remain optimistic yeah when I approach every situation whether it's planning dinner whether it's a huge life event I only see the best path possible because I don't feel like there's time spent on thinking about the bad, thinking about the worry, thinking about all this stuff. I can acknowledge that it's there. Mm -hmm. I can acknowledge that it's possible, but I'm going to try and make the best outcome possible even when not everything's great, even when it's not happy, even when it's not positive. I'm going to make the most out of every situation I cannot possibly fathom giving into a bad situation. Yeah. It, it's just not it's, possible. I mean, I've sa- I say it almost every episode now. I feel like Dan is an alien. <laughs> he is not from this planet. And this this is truly how he is. Like when we got together, how long have we been together? 11 years? 13 years? Oh shit. Yeah. 13 years 2011 ago. 2011 we got together. We got together. This is what this man has been like ever since. There was never a time where he was like down in the dumps or like, oh, I don't want to do this. It's like, okay, let's do this. Let's get this done with. Let's do it the right way. That's been him from day one. (laughs) So there's no lie. There's no exaggeration. This is Dan 100%, just pure optimism. And, And trust me, there is a lure on the other side. I see people that have day, lazy days, mm-hmm. and, and I see people that, right, and we can be honest, too, there's a little bit of an allure to having a rock-bottom situation and coming back from it. Everyone loves those stories, mm-hmm. and I don't have any of that, you know, and, and it's, I... Your rock-bottom was last week when you had a <laughs> Reese stuck to your chest. Again. That is true. That was, yeah. <laughs> you woke up... If you don't know what we're talking about, listen to the last episode. Yeah, that was, that was the story, but... <laughs> But I just don't, I, for me, let's say that I gave into a negative situation. Let's say there were thoughts that were like, I don't want to work hard today and stuff. That would be so detrimental to my mental health. That's not good for that's me. That's so wild. Like, that's not good for me. I had a pretty cleared agenda today. Mm-hmm. I knocked some stuff out. I did not like the concept of that, so I added more things to my agenda (laughs) because that's how I I keep moving. That's how I keep going. And another advantage is I do my hobby for a career. Yeah. That's the craziest thing is a lot of people spend their free time doing stuff that helps them mentally, but that's about it. Maybe You literally don't do anything that you don't want to do. No. I I spend my life doing a couple of things. Family, Mm -hmm. that's number one. That's why I work everything to have as much time with family. Work, which mm-hmm. is beard stuff. And, and your th- wife. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> well, we and then soccer. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's my entire life. And I have no interest in doing those other things because this is, 
it's just how I operate. Yeah. Like, it's just, I wish, again, I know, what if I was an alien? That'd be crazy. Like, spoiler, new, uh, new episode. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> feel like one day you're going to be like, babe, I got, <laughs> I got something to tell you. <laughs> but it, 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 I really, I think a lot of people that know me know me are like, yeah, he's just, he's yeah. just. Yeah, if, like yeah. if you know, Dan, like, on that level, then you 100% see it, and you're like, okay, yeah, he's, he's kind of weird. And I can say it, it is challenging, too, when you see other people not have that mindset, mm-hmm. right? I don't shame anybody, never have, never will, but I do wish sometimes, where sometimes I, I'm a little bit jealous of other mindsets, mm-hmm. I'm like, I wish I could take that chill pill. I do <laughs> wish that I could give some of mine to other people. Yeah, definitely. When they're, when they're in tough situations, I'm like, man, I can get you out of that paper bag like Mm -hmm. just kind of think this way but I'm very conscious of not trying to be this toxic positivity yeah and I think that that's like a good like line to walk you don't want to like overstep right 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 and and with my approach and all the the hate and the stuff that that I get that we get a lot of this sounds cliche but now that you we've been through it through cycles Mm -hmm. right we've been doing this YouTube stuff for almost six years and it comes in cycles it comes in small cycles big cycles once it starts repeating and you start seeing patterns you figure it out pretty quickly Mm -hmm. you're like oh okay got it got it got it (laughs) at first it might hurt at first you might see it like oh man but it's literally people projecting their misery and insecurities on others that perceivingly don't have those right so to break it down they see social media they see the live streams they see the videos i'm upbeat i'm happy i'm Mm -hmm. making the most out of everything and to them their mind says no i'm miserable for themselves i'm miserable i am insecure i'm not confident i don't like my job i might not like my spouse i might not like Mm -hmm. my house my situation and they see smiles from me they see things that i'm achieving and going after and working my butt off and they cannot tell themselves, oh, man, he's doing it. Right. Like, kudos or like, to him. Or even, like, he worked so hard to get yeah. there. It was like, why can't I have that? Right. And so in their mind, to make sure it's okay that they can sleep at night, they have to associate something negative with yeah. that perceived difference or success. It, like, gives them an out. It does. It yeah. is the easiest way. It when so, Think about that. They are saying, essentially, your life is too good. This isn't real. You're fake. Nobody's like that. And it's just telling themselves, ah, I'm a real one, right? Yeah. I'm good. I, yeah. I hate other people. And they just cannot manage their own emotions. So that bitterness comes out. And this last part is so key in everything they say yeah. or do. Yeah. And if you don't believe me, find someone that's like that and just follow their interactions. Mm -hmm. They don't have the ability to do anything else. If they do, it's calculated and it's for a reason. For example, if people are like hating on me, they might go to a company or a person or a group that they know do not like me. Yeah. And they'll be over the top positive to them. Yeah. You know, and it's just how they, <laughs> they go. And they're like, see, I'm a great person. I'm happy. I support people. Da, 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 da. But it's just calculated, yep. you know, and it's very bizarre. I think it's because a lot of adults, men especially, yeah. have a hard time managing their emotions. I feel like women are really like more in tune with their emotions. It's- Biological. Yeah, I mean, if right. you study yeah. the brain, this is a crazy thing. We were just talk, yeah. talking about this at six months in in womb, in womb, <laughs> right? In the fetus, there is a difference with the male brain and the female brain. This is not controversial. This is science. This is real. <laughs> and 
some of the biggest aspects are they can calculate how you deal with emotions based on your brain if you're a male or female, right? Males have the advantage in things like spatial awareness, which help out in sports. Mm -hmm. Women have the emotional advantage. And yeah. again, this is brain. You can it makes go, sense. Yeah, it really does. And I think you're right. And as men, especially people in our generation mm -hmm. or the generation older, mm -hmm. think about the parents that raised us. Yeah. Think about the parents that raised, quote unquote, men. You know, that is the generation of yeah. like, don't uh, cry. Yeah, exactly. Don't feel concealed. Be right? a man. <laughs> you know, and so that's tough to overcome. And I do think, right, that some people see like, oh, wow, hey, hey Dan's actually kind of manly. Like, he's like a, a dude, he's mm -hmm. like a bro, but he is able to go about life in a different way. Like, yeah. they can't compute. Right. Like, it doesn't calculate to them. Like, I feel like he's like a man's man, but he's not. And so they like can't put that <laughs> he's together. He's well-rounded. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like you have to allow yourself to feel your emotions yeah. while also allowing others to feel their emotions For without sure. like interfering in right that, you know or like trying to sway them or and yourself it, a certain way for sure and especially adults right Cause yeah I, some of these things my brain goes immediately to parenting and mm -hmm. raising kids yeah but, i feel like with kids it's totally different. yeah because there is an art there with like Teaching. how yeah with how you manage kids and set expectations and and that's a little bit different but we're talking about adults here you know yeah. if you tell me babe i am feeling down and depressed today there's absolutely no gain in the world for me to be like, nope, you're not. Come you're on, not. let's go. It's a go. sunny day. It's yeah. beautiful. You right. have your kids and a nice house. Right. That's like right. my biggest peppy. No, 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 it's not. You know what's bigger than that? People saying like, no, you're not sad. You have a nice house and stuff. The worst one for you is, no, it's not. There's people in worse situations than you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that, one, <laughs> that one really gets you going. Yeah. But it does. It takes time to understand your emotions. It does. Like, you get all these things firing. They're just, yeah. bah, 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 bah. Especially and, yeah. if, if they weren't regulated, like if right. your parents didn't teach you, and I'm talking to all of the millennials out there because <laughs> we had a tough, we all just had a tough yeah. growing up stage. Yeah, yeah. And so like, I feel like a lot of our parents didn't teach us like how to regulate and manage our own emotions. And they were just like, stop crying, go to your room. Well, they it's were like, what does that teach you? Yeah. They were like focused on, hey. A lot of us didn't have the best life. The best life possible is work hard, make money. Yeah. That's all you need to worry yeah. about. You will be happier if you have money. I think that's what a lot of it was, is there was less money. There was, at least in our circles, right, in situations that we see, and they believe, they see people happy, money, let's get money. Mm -hmm. Not emotions, right, not like right. happiness. It's like real happiness. Yeah. It's, it's all about that. And so- I think, I mean, truly, if mm -hmm. we were to look at the adults that we see online, in person, at school, yep. I think a majority are negative. Yeah. I really I, do. And that's, it's such a sad thing, but I really, I think that humans now have like evolved to be negative. Yeah. And I don't know what did, where Medi did that come from? Was it media? Was it, was it hormones? Yeah. Is that, who knows? But it is, it's. And obviously there are some breeding grounds like Facebook and stuff yeah. like that, where it's like <laughs> literally your brain shifts once you enter a certain arena mm -hmm. and that's what you're given. But I mean, look at traffic, like, and, and even, I think everything has an explanation. Traffic, you're heightened because you got to be on the alert. So yeah. it, it heightens all of your senses. And a lot of them are anger and fight or flight, you know, but if you go to sports games, if you go to so many things, the resounding impact is negative. 
Yeah. It really is. And that's so dang I literally sad. am trying to think in my head of people that we interact with in person that are genuinely like positive people. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know how many I could name. Right. I like mean, I'm trying few. to think of like our kids' parents. Yeah. Like our kids' friends' parents. Yeah. Like at soccer or at school. Right. And I'm like. I don't know anybody who, like, doesn't just come up and, like, bitch about stuff. Right. And there's there's some, like, I, I would say, like, uh, and there's a ton out there, but, like, Randy and Ashley are friends. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're very positive. And, and the way you measure that is think about your mood when you're around those people. Yeah. What What is your mood? When you see them, are you lighting up? Are you excited? Yeah. Or are you casual and, hey, and I get to, Or, like, oh. you try to walk away. Like, right. It's like, and oh, God, here she comes. Go. And <laughs> in, in my thing that I say every week, I think it's validated, but we should do a, a full pot on this in the future. We have super, and this might sound hippy-dippy, and that's okay. We've super dialed into people's energy. Yeah. And we're all about that. Yeah. We will read your energy right away. And if we're not feeling it, we just separate. Yeah. And that's it. We're and not going to be negative. No, yeah. No, yeah. no harm, no, no foul. Yep. I think that people are so obsessed with other people liking them. Yeah. We are not all made to like each no. other. And we, we have the benefit of having the exposure of too many people, hundreds yeah. of thousands yeah. online, millions, you know, over the course yeah. of years where we can't care if everyone likes us or not. Yeah. And that's an amazing thing. And for whatever reason, I've been kind of naturally like that my whole life. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of people that have disliked me from many different arenas of life and I just don't care. Like it, it, that's another one that I don't think people believe that when they say things that they think like I'm, I'm crying in a corner or something <laughs> right. when they don't see it. It's okay. Dan. Yeah. You're like, it, uh, I'm in bed smoking weed. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> right. I'm great. Some, I'm even like leaning into that role. And I kind of <laughs> like it. So yeah, keep it up. That's like foreplay. Like calm <laughs> down. Hey, yo, <laughs> but for real, <sighs> if you're an adult and you're listening to this and if you're really being like introspective and kind of analyzing yourself, maybe it hits a little too close to home, you have to learn to manage your emotions. And, and so you're not just negative. So you're not finding fulfillment through misery bonding. Yeah. That is so goddamn common. And and like neg being negative, negative emotions oh. cause stress. Oh. Stress oh. is like the leading killer. Oh, we like, were just talking about how people underestimate yes. how impactful stress is. Yes. Okay. So short little tangent. Yep. I recently had a lot of blood work done on this journey that I'm on and they measured cortisol, which is the yep. stress hormone. But then they also measured something else that can tell you how like long right. you've been in like this chronic stress mm -hmm. like phase. And I remember telling Dan like several years ago when he, I don't know, somebody said something about like me being stressed. And I was like, I'm not stressed. Like I don't have any stress. And then come to like last year and I just had like stress breakdown. Yep. And then I got this blood work done and my doctor's like, your stress is really high and it looks like you've been chronically stressed for years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh shit, I was like, Forever. I was stressed. Yeah. But like in America, I feel like, 
that's just the normal. We normalize We're all that. stressed. Right. Like, we go to work. We come home. We're stressed. Yeah. That's totally fine. The uh, American dream. Yeah. Being a principal and making more money on paper is such a better life in America. Yeah. Because you made more money. Yeah. But you don't think about the extra hours, the loss of summer vacation, being at school after hours every day, dealing with the negativity of work. But you had more money. You're yeah, happy. Right. You have a you're happy, right? Yeah. You have a bigger house, though, <laughs> even though you don't spend any time in it because you're always working and then you're stressed. Stress is a killer. Yeah. It's a killer of your beard. It's a killer <laughs> of your body. It really, really is so bad. And it does blow my mind. The miserable people that choose to live in that. Yes. And I'm not talking, right? I know depression. I know anxiety. Trust me, right? Yeah. It's in front of yep. my face all the time. <laughs> Hello, it's <Yeah>. me. <laughs> I get that. I'm talking about the people that go out of their way. That's the thing. With all these people attacking me, I don't think about them. No, I not don't at all. I don't talk about them. I don't anything. I Nothing in my life is like, I'm going to do this because these losers are out there or anything <laughs> like that. It's like somebody will message me and be like, hey, they did a whole live stream about you and said, like, cool, like, right. great. <laughs> like, I'm not talking about you. I'm not worried about you. Yeah. Please let me do my thing. You go do yours. But they're consciously going out of their way to put themselves in stressful situations, yeah. right? We just talked about, we're not going to go into details of the story, but I just told you about somebody who purchased something today, purposely putting themselves in a stressful situation, yeah. in a dramatic Why situation. That? Why? Stop it. Why do people, people love these like dramatic situations? Yeah. I don't get like it's, that. That makes me so anxious. When you don't have any positive firings in your brain, you don't have the positive reward system. You got to get that dopamine from you something. You have to get that rush from something, even if it's a bad rush. We see it with hard drugs. We see it with drama. We see it with stress. It is a shortcut. It's an easier way to to get through it. There is a a lot to that that concept. And to live a happy life, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't go look for drama. You can't look to be mad and be pissed off all the time. Oh, right. You can't be mad all the time. You can't, you can't live your life that. like that. No. And we were just talking uh, lately about your journey. Same kind of concept. We're, I think a lot of people, yourself included, go into detail about your triggers and you're trying mm -hmm. to figure out what is causing all these bad things. However, if that's the only thing you are looking for, that's the only thing you will find. Yeah. You have to start looking for the things that bring you happiness. This is the same way. If you are in a dramatic mind and you're only looking to get into arguments, into drama, that's all you're going to find. Yeah. Period. And that's just talking about adults. Right. <laughs> right. Straight up. It's so funny. Because I think that, like, kids are so different. And parenting kids... Yep. And trying to help them learn their emotions yeah. is such a big thing. It's massive. It's massive. It's like a huge weight on our shoulders, you, I feel like. You have to guide them. You can't make them. Yeah. Like it's a it's a delicate balance yeah. and it's worth it. And on top of that, as someone who like genuinely lives this life, you have to believe in positivity. Mm -hmm. You have to believe in being optimistic. Otherwise, it will come off as toxic or fake, you yeah. know, and everybody knows people like that. It has to be like genuine. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, you have the other view of it where it says fake it till you make it. If someone were to tell me, Dan, I'm miserable. I'm I'm not doing good. I'm really not good at positivity. I'm going to try faking it until I make it. I don't know if that's bad. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's bad. Yeah. So there's definitely uh, like I think a limbo as long there. as you're not coming off 
to other people yeah. in like a toxic right. way. Right. And you're honest with yourself. Yeah. I think then that's okay. And and the thing with me too is I take a lot of pride in and there's weird things that I don't get why people assume. And one of them is unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. People like have always associated that with me. And I've never, will never. <laughs> I no. don't give unsolicited no. advice ever. I'm no. anti that. And I think that gets tied into toxic positivity where mm-hmm. somebody's living their life and then you come in and you're like, hey, you should do this, wise guy. And <laughs> I have never done that. I will never do that. That's not my thing. If you come to me and ask me, I'm going to tell you, yeah. you know, but I'm not going to go to you. And also, so, people love to give you unsolicited oh, advice. Oh, oh, oh. That's like one of your oh, biggest pet peeves. That's I think my biggest. You're like, I didn't ask you. I and I, I tell them that. <laughs> yeah. Now. That's my straight up response now. And it's not to offend anybody, but I, and I get it. Again, we love the why. We always break down the mm-hmm. why. The why is I'm constantly giving out advice for free. They're consuming it by their own choice. Mm-hmm. You know, they're soliciting the advice. They feel the value of that. And they're like, how can I make it up to this guy? And anything I do in my life that somewhat resembles something they do. Yeah. And it's outside of beards. They've got to throw the value back at me but I didn't ask. Right. <laughs> and it normally comes out in the form of the gym. <laughs> like <laughs> Always. Ev- everyone is an expert at working out. Oh my Everybody gosh. That's is. Annoying. And it's like, I, I didn't ask. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> I do believe that for this to happen, you have to believe in positive. You have to believe in optimism. Like for me, when I approach every situation in a positive way, I genuinely believe and know that the outcome will go my way. Right. That's just how I approach it. If it yeah. doesn't, okay, let's turn left. Let's make a new audible Omaha, Omaha. And then, and then I change, you know, I do believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. And I think that toxic positivity shows a lot, like just kind of moving on. Toxic pod- positivity shows a lot, like when someone has kids. Oh, the biggest. Yeah. Because it's that you don't cry or telling them to stop acting like a baby or toughen up mm-hmm. or man up or grow up. Yep. Like you see that so much right. with, with parents and kids these days. Yep. And it is, again, guys, we're going to talk about a lot of fine lines here because to give you an example, our son Maddox right now, mm-hmm. beast, amazing. He, he, all the, if you had a hundred boxes, he's checking 99 of them and like the mind blowing, like how, how are we so lucky? Yeah. How is he so amazing? Yeah. One thing that he's not good at is he can have the slightest inconvenience of being hurt. Not yes. an injury. Yeah. Not an injury. He's never broken a bone. He's never had a real cut. Nothing yep. like that. And his world falls apart. Yeah. It's as if he's dying or someone <laughs> shot him and he stubbed his toe. Yeah. So through that, we both work with him on how to handle those emotions, yeah. how to handle that situation. Now, it's not us sitting there being like screaming at him and making him cry more, yeah. you know, but we are guiding him on, hey, man, there's a difference of being hurt and being injured. Right yeah. now you're hurt and we can adjust, but I think you see the opposite happen yeah. too. Our kids just have a lot of emotions yeah. and they do cry a lot. Yeah. And like... I'm a crier, so mm-hmm. I feel like I can feel that right, for them. Right, right, And I always, like, let them cry if they feel like they need to cry. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about it, like, when they're done crying. For sure. But, like, personally, I can't control my crying. I know what it feels like to have someone tell me to stop crying. Yeah. And not me, by the way. Not you. No, I've no, no. never no. once. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, when you're crying and you're a crier, you physically cannot stop crying. So, like... 
saying stop crying doesn't right. help anybody. Right, right, it right. It makes you more mad, makes the kid upset because now they're upset that you're yelling at them yep. about not crying and they can't not cry. Right, right. The the best approach, I think, is in the moment, try to give them a, a, little, a little seed. Yeah. Plant something in there. And then once everything is settled, once they're in a good mood, everything's good, you put them down for bed. Be like, hey, can we talk about today, man? Yeah. Be like, you know how that happened? Like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, see, we, now right. let's talk about how you handle that. And it's because when you're in that, that crying mode, your brain has shifted. Mm-hmm. You are in a completely different mindset. Yeah. You know, you're not yourself. Your emotions are, are ramped up. And so just taking that time and even that, that concept of coming back to analyze your emotions, mm-hmm. so valuable. Yeah. And we don't baby our kids. No. That's a big thing with us. We aren't like letting them have full meltdowns in the I know. like we let them cry yep. but we also don't encourage like continued crying yes. we're not the parents who are going to stand there well and none of our kids have done this so thankfully I, yeah we're not going to stand there and let them have a temper tantrum in the middle of like a target aisle exactly like i'm not going to do that no. no nobody wants to hear that no, nobody yeah. wants to see that i don't want to deal with that and so again that's why i say a fine line because i could see and again People twist your words any which way you want. People could twist this and be like, they say let them cry, but then they say don't let them cry in Target. (laughs) No, there's there's definitely more to that. There's a time and place, and there's teachable moments. And I think that's, like, the most important thing with kids. Yeah, it's so true. And, And when I was teaching, I literally, when you walked in the door, I had two massive signs. One was time and place, Mm -hmm. and then the other is remember where you are. And Mm -hmm. it's like kind of the same concept of time and place. Like this is a yeah. time th- that's different than your other class and right. stuff. So yeah, there, there's a lot to it. There is. But we've always helped them like manage their emotions. Mm-hmm. And we've only talked about like crying and stuff, but also like anger. Yeah. Our kids all seem to have my rage at, for some reason. At different times in their life. Maddox is getting so much better at yeah. that, by the way. Jax too. Yeah, Jax that's is true. pretty much non-existent. Look at us parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Win. But also like hyperactivity oh yeah like that's this crazy new thing that has been happening in our house and we're trying older yeah yeah, we're trying to help them manage that and see that coming and explain to us how they're feeling and that's that's our job to do that for them yeah like they look to us for that yeah or at least they should yeah and we (laughs) and we same kind of concept we try to paint it in the right picture that makes sense rather than being like you can't be mad at this yeah we explained how you handle those feelings how you come and talk to us and let us know hey mom i really didn't like when you did this or you said that yeah rather than throwing shit yes you know and and that makes all the difference in the world and then when we when they come to us even if you know they're kids even Mm -hmm. if it's a flawed thing that they're bringing up we always respect them coming to us yes always and that encourages them to say like oh I don't have to freak out I can get the outcome that I'm hoping for with a better approach exactly and that's life yeah and I think toxic positivity is something that really has like been done with kids for so long yeah. that that's just like ingrained in a lot mm-hmm. of us who are currently parenting young right, kids. Right, right. Like that's what we were taught growing up and it happened to me as a kid. I'm sure it happened to you as a kid and we slip up. Yep. I know I've said to Violet, stop crying. Oh yeah, like, for it's, sure. It's just a thing. Like we're working on it. We're human yep. and everybody should be working. Everybody who has kids should be working to help their kids while simultaneously helping themselves in that situation. And we always own it too. 
we both go back and apologize to the kids. Yes. If there's a situation, right? If I were, if Maddox was losing it and I was like, hey, don't be a baby right now. Suck it up. Right. Like, yeah. Max, I apologize, man. I shouldn't have said that in the moment. Can we take a look at the situation now that we have a fresh mind and, and yeah. just kind of approach it from there? Always at bedtime talks. Those are the best. Yes, they are. Because you're reflecting on the day. Yeah. And they're always just like so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Oh. Now, outside of this, right, we got kids, we got the stuff people are saying. I think we do, and we just, for this pod, kind of sat down and looked at these things that we've always talked about, Mm -hmm. and to, like, put them in a box. I do think in society today, we see some, like, overwhelming actual examples of toxic positivity. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for this. That drive us nuts, and I do believe there's things that just, I mean... I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's. People turn a blind eye to it. I was, I was going to say brainwashed, blind Mm. eye. (laughs) It's like, you don't want to actually stop and say, what? Yeah. Huh? Hold on a minute. What? Did you just say that? Yeah. And break down the situation. You want to hit the biggest one? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Religion. Yeah. When people. Specifically what? When people like to say it was God's plan. That, I literally am shaking right now because that shit makes me so fucking mad. Yeah. I, so mad. I recently had a former student that passed away. Mm-hmm. Very young age. An eighth grader. Yep. And I went to the mom's page on Facebook. And the literal, literal majority comment included the phrase, God's plan. <laughs> no. No. If- you you do not tell someone that just lost their kid it's okay no. because it's a part of God's plan. That's fucked up. That really, I, it's so disgusting. And that's the biggest mm. form of toxic positivity that I've ever heard in my fucking life. You can't grieve over your kid? Yeah. You're telling me that it's okay? How about it's not? No. How about my world was just lost and rocked? And and again, I don't care what you believe. I don't care what religion you are. This isn't singling out anything like that. We see this all the time, yes. all the time. And it's like, no, no, you'll see a tragic event happen to kids. You'll see a tragic event happen to women. And it's just an out. It's just right, an excuse. Right. Like you can have a serial rapist and murderer and people will still say it's a part of God's plan. Yeah. And then I know people will listen right now and say, you just don't get it. It's bigger than us. You just don't. No, yeah, nope. I guess I fucking don't. Yep. If I, <laughs> if, if a friend of mine lost their kid, and that was said to me and I was near people, I would lose my mind. If some if something happened to our kids and someone said that to me, I would punch them so hard in the throat yeah. and I would not stop. Right. It's or even like a smaller version of that on the religious angle is anytime something great happens, mm-hmm. anytime we accomplish something that we worked our absolute asses off. Oh, like that, athletes. Like we literally dedicate our lives to this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that people don't see. And then people see that in and, and this <laughs> literally talks positivity. They would say, oh, you are so blessed. Oh, right? that and is it's a, like, okay. So you're just dismissing all of the hard right. work, all of the talent, all like, of the no, sacrifice. No, no, no. Like, no, that that was zero parts, right? That this was this was huge, but it's like, it's a way again to compensate mm-hmm. and say like, oh, it, this is something like, that was put on you, right? And it's just, and I get that these people are trying to help, right? That is not the right fucking phrase, and I agree. No, they are trying to be helpful, but that's what toxic toxic positivity yeah. is. 
that last one, I mean, when an eighth grade student was lost and that was the most, and I'm not kidding you guys, the most common comments included God's plan. I like lost my breath. I just, I. It makes you oh, sick to your stomach. It really like, makes me sick like, to my sorry, stomach. Like, sorry, he killed my child because mm-hmm. that was his plan. Yeah. Fuck his plan. Yeah. And then kind of on a similar topic is is death in general, yeah. right? Not not stepping outside the religious angle. Yep. When people die, right? And and, and it's so contradictive because people will say everyone grieves differently. And then when a situation happens, they put this toxic positivity on you mm-hmm. and try to spin it and and say like what would be some examples with Like death? if someone says like, "Well, they lived a long life." Right. Well, number 1, you probably didn't know this person. Yeah. You don't know if their life was right. a good long life yeah. or if it was like a really shitty long life right. Right. or right. like yeah. really fantastic. And they're like, I didn't want to die. I'm not ready yet. I'm right. 101, but I'm still kicking. For sure. Right. If you know the situation, then it's different. You know, right. if it's your, yeah. your grandma, she got to 99 and she and lived. And she was like and super sick yeah. and she was ready to go. Exactly. Totally different. Right. But like that's such a thing. That strangers say to other strangers yep. about somebody dying. And I can admit, I'm not good with death. I'm yeah, just I, not. I, I have a hard time. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened I know. to you. Like, I, I don't know what to say after that. Exactly. So when I acknowledge that there is a death, I don't want to th- them to think I'm being dismissive. Yeah. So, like, for example, if I say, like, you're in our thoughts. In my mind, I'm like, that's not enough. Yeah. And then if I push farther, I'm like, I start going into into the the sayings that I'm like I don't agree with you know and it's like <laughs> yeah. a weird 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 situation I think it's as long as you are accepting that because it's for lack like of being nice I guess yeah it's not about the person that's dead right it's about the person who's grieving right you're talking to them yeah you so know? as long as you're like I'm sorry for your yes, loss I'm s- like you're accepting their emotions yeah. and like I'm sorry I know that it must be a really hard time yeah. for you like that yep. like just validating that yeah. I hey, think is the best way to I go. feel for you and I'm here for yeah. you you know and so and everybody reacts to grief their own way everyone helps in their own way just be careful of the things you say, even when it's in an intentionally positive way, helpful way of dismissing what they're feeling. Yeah. You know, acknowledge what they're feeling. And same kind of thing. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but the the toxic positivity of like, and this happens to us all the time too, mm-hmm. all the time. And it's be grateful for what you have. You yes. know, for example, you'll post something, you're, yep. you like to vent on social media and and talk about frustrating situations and stuff. Mm -hmm. And people will respond and say things like, Oh, but you're blessed. Oh, but you have a great, you have the most important thing and all these things. And, and I get it. Like I, I totally understand. Like to give a, a real raw example is if you complain about a situation with your kids, mm-hmm. Violet's crazy. Oh, I know what you're going. Somebody in, I don't know if you do, but somebody might say along the lines of, I lost a child. You okay, should not be. Where I, thought I didn't think so. Okay. Yeah, with your okay, example, <laughs> I was like, oh I'm trying to get raw here. <laughs> and uh, I lost a child. You should be thankful that you have one. You're yes, you're right. Yeah. I should be thankful. But shame on you for saying that. But this is also my situation. Right. This is my. That's feelings. funny because I actually way like when I was pregnant with Vi. I guess it wasn't that long ago. She's four. Um, I remember because I. Did not want to be pregnant. Yep. And if I was pregnant, I was like, I 
I have to have a girl. Like, I didn't want to be pregnant. I didn't want to go through all that. But at least I could, like, finally get the girl that I always wanted. And I remember somebody saying, like, just be grateful that you can have babies. Right. And I was like, fuck you. Right. Let me have my emotions. Right. And that's that's the biggest thing. And, and some people may say, like, oh, that's that's harsh of you to not understand. Listen. You didn't ask for that feedback right, from that right, person. Exactly. You weren't asking for perspective. You weren't asking. They put that on you. And again, you're entitled. And actually, a relation to kids here, I always say, and it really helped me with teaching, because kids will be like, oh my gosh, they're like crying over a 12-year-old girlfriend. The worst thing that's happened to you is the worst thing that's happened to you. Yeah, right. They that's don't, all they, they don't know. They don't know anything else. That's their whole yeah. world. You don't get to put that on them. And on the same kind of breath there, right, we get this one. Enjoy the years while they're young. Oh, my God. Like, you can't complain <laughs> that the kids are crazy because it goes by so fast. People say that a lot to us. A lot. And I really don't like that. A lot. And I, I really, really don't like that. And again, you guys, I think people always want to assume flaw perspective and can't wrap their head around. Maybe people do have a pretty good perspective yeah. at a younger age. So I get that they've gone through it. Their kids have left, and they feel this empty nest. They mm -hmm. feel this, like, pit in their stomach. And maybe they have regrets. Maybe they have insecurities yeah. from raising kids, but don't project that on us. No, and that's not the thing to say when yeah. somebody is, like, in the heart of, like, toddlerhood right. with their child. Right. And it's, it, like, the worst fucking time. Well, who knows if there's postpartum depression? Right. Who knows what's going on? It's like you, let's say you uh, lost your finger. Like, yeah. let's say crazy accident. Somebody come to you and say, well, at least you got your leg. <laughs> Like, no. Thanks, Janet. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't work that way. And so I guess just perspective, we get into the, these are things that people just say. They just yeah. come out. And it yeah. just is a, a thing in America and in the world. And it's like, I'm just, for myself, I want to stop, step back and look at perspective. And take a second before you just say something. I think that's such like an American thing to just continue to say what our ancestors have said and do what our ancestors have done and it's just like times have changed like yep. folk like focus on the things that are coming out of your mouth and really think about yeah. what they mean truly before you say them to somebody for example i saw something that said like happiness is a choice well, that's all over the yes internet. <laughs> i fucking i chose to be depressed i chose to be suicidal you're right that was my choice. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, definitely. And again, step back, think about what you're saying. And there is a fine line because I do believe positivity has its place though. Oh, a million right? percent. Like when you're saying they're like, oh, I chose it. Like there is a difference in saying happiness is a choice, but there is a difference in saying, okay, I'm dealt these shitty cards, Yeah. but I'm going to fight. Yes. I'm going to make the yes. most out of this. That is is positive because happiness and positivity are not the same thing. agreed fully you can be positive in a shitty situation yeah right you right. really can yes it's hard to be it's hard to be uh positive it's hard to be optimistic in like the worst times yeah but you can try to make the most out of it yeah you know it's like you're not let's say you let's say you had a terrible loss mm -hmm. in the family is happiness obtainable right then if you love them, if you cared about them, no, right. not that, yeah, right. no, and that's okay. But you can 
be optimistic. Mm -hmm. You can take it, whether it's the next hour, the next day, the next week, and, and think about that approach. Yep. It's a mindset. And really, building a positive mindset, mm -hmm. I think, is such an important thing yeah. as a human because – like a positive mindset has been linked to like increased heart health, productivity, addiction recovery, and improved relationships. Yeah. Like we as humans need positivity in yes. our lives. We can't go around being negative all the fucking time. A hundred percent, right? If I could choose to switch and be different than I am, I'm not because I love the benefits of my positive approach. Yeah, I and you've really helped do. so many people with that. And that's cool. Man. That's that's really cool. Because, like, I used to be a very negative person. Mm -hmm. Like, when we first got together, I always would be like, I'm a realist. And you're like, no, you're a fucking pessimist. Yeah. And it was true. Yeah. I just was very blind yeah. to it. Yep. But since becoming a more positive person – I felt so many changes like in my personality. Mm -hmm. Like I don't gravitate towards like those gossipy people. Ooh. I fucking X them out of my <laughs> no. life. I'm like stay away, no. hold up the cross to them. Yeah. Like, no. We yeah, we see that a mile away. <laughs> and like I'm less judgy and gossipy and rude and I'm more friendly and understanding. Yep. And I truly feel like I have a better better like perception of humans oh there's like, no as a more positive person there's no doubt about it it's it changes your understanding it changes everything and it also shortens the timeline of yeah. negative experiences yeah you can have them and move on from them quicker and I think that's big right and for me like I can still keep my realistic views while yeah. also being positive like for example my grandma is in the hospital right now yep. she is very old so that's never like a good mix between the right. two right and I have like a positive outlook for her but also in my head I'm like okay we need to prepare for this right. we're we're getting ready yep. like but I'm still hoping for the best, you know? And I think that's a, a healthy balance yeah. because if you only think about the positive and you're only like, she will get out and she yeah. will live 20 more years, she's going to be great, then when something goes sideways, hit ya. it hits you hard, yeah. you know? And so you got to have that balance of understanding what's real but trying to make the yeah. most out of it. You and that's the biggest yeah. thing, you make have, the most. You have to have the positivity in your life because then if you don't, like, what do you have to look forward I, to? <sighs> Why and and I I've been doing this more and more lately. I try to step back and like, what are we what are we living for? Like, what are we on this planet yeah. for? Is it to be stressed and worry about bills right. and worry to about other people working a job yeah. that you hate right. and then retire at an age where you don't have a lot of Anything? like yeah. Well, your health is diminishing and you're penny pinching yeah, and you're still right, stressed. Yeah. You're still worried about what money. Kind of life is that? Like that's the finish line yeah. you were fighting for. You know, like for me, that's. So big. And, and I hope people step back and think about that. What do we what are we here for? Mm -hmm. For me, it's enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. And and I understand you need money to live and survive and stuff, but I think being that positive approach makes all the difference. Yeah. And just real quick, I wanna like address the shop, like my Etsy shop okay. in your channel, and just like because that is like our slogan. Yeah. Like stay bearded, stay positive. Yes. It's on, like, all of our T-shirts yep. because that's our, like, motto. And it's something that we genuinely believe in. Yeah. But we aren't saying, like, stay positive or you can't be in our group. Right. And I'm not saying stay happy. 
yeah. I, I think, the, if anything, the biggest difference on this pod has been the distinction between happiness and positivity. Yeah. You know, there there is a difference in you can stay positive in crappy situations. Yeah. You might not be able to stay happy, you know? And I really, I know I've kind of mentioned that in different ways, but I hope that drives it home. Like, we're not saying, you've got to be this picture-perfect person with your beard and your positivity. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a mindset. It is. That's what it's, it's about. It's an optimistic mindset. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So I think in the end, like, you have to just let yourself have feelings. You're a human. Humans have emotions for a reason. Like, anger is human. Joy is human. Crying is human. Yeah. You got to accept those. Accept your own feelings while simultaneously accepting others' feelings, too. Absolutely. And to quote the wise Ted Lasso, (laughs) (laughs) be curious and not judgmental. There you go. When people have those other feelings, be curious to why. Why are you reacting like that? Why are you wired mm-hmm. like that? And not be judgmental, right? Yeah. And I think it's my approach with you. I'm I'm genuinely curious why everything happens and why it does. Yeah. But I don't ever judge you. I'm not ever like, oh, this pansy bitch over here. Like, <laughs> I'm always trying to figure out why. And once you get, like, yourself figured out, you have to know that others might not have their emotions figured out yet and not know how to handle it so you kind of have to like walk that line of not really asking for advice or something from somebody who's like toxic who has toxic positivity right and just kind of like like that's not gonna help you and I will say I don't think like toxic positivity as like a person trait is that common like I can't name a ton of people that there's a lot of like and I hate to to group a group together, yeah. but we kind of have to for this. But I think the baby boomer generation yeah. has a lot of toxic positivity. For sure. And we've been kind of unraveling that yeah. with those people in our lives. But like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I hope it's, it's going away. Yeah. I hope it's less and less common, yeah. but it just, for all the people throwing <laughs> that term at us, like, okay. like Right. Read, yeah. a, read a dictionary because yeah, right. your definition's yeah. wrong. Like have fun with that. So I cannot wait to hear what you guys think here. Yeah. And in the end, it it, it just, it's so important. It's really worth it for all of these things. And we want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Catching Up with the Commands. And thank you again to our gracious listener for sponsoring this episode in honor of Rare Disease Day. Don't forget that Rare Disease Day is February 29th. What a leap leap year. What a perfect day no so it's the last day of february Uh, whatever day that is but i mean like (laughs) this year if you want the most rare day it's february 29th this is a rare disease this is like the culmination you know it's beautiful so please check out their website at rarediseaseday.org to get more information the more we're all informed the more awareness we can bring to these affected by rare diseases and don't forget to chat with us on our weekly discussion post on Instagram at Catching Up With The Commands. We love those comments. Yes, we, we do. discuss those comments. We respond to them. They show us like, all right, we're not alone. Yeah. People yeah. are listening. People <laughs> are here, you know. they Our, our <laughs> views aren't weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please, please, please go ahead and share on there and share. your. Like, we, we tell a lot of stories. I mean, we yeah. get raw and real. We would love to hear your stories if you're comfortable. And I also just wanted to mention that we are now going to be doing monthly drawings Ooh. for a chance to win, like, a merch 
bundle. Oh, wow. Not just one little thing. So oh. we'll be getting some things. Okay, cool. So not just a sticker, not but just some more sticker. than that. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, get involved down there, guys. Go win some stuff. And we just appreciate you. Yes. And we want to say thank you again, and we'll see you next week. Ta-ta.